0: I can't believe I actually have time to sit and record right now like this is wild I haven't been able to do this shit in a while what is up y'all it's Shariah or Shay um, whichever one you know me by and you are listening to Shay Saturdays I'm back I don't even remember the last time I recorded but I have some time it's Saturday it's 9:25. And I got time to record, so let's do this shit. I just cooked an amazing meal. I gotta tell y'all about that. So I made some rice and beans. I made, like, these curry vegetables. So, like, cabbage, peas, peppers, broccoli, and Brussels sprouts. So, basically, I put little cabbages in my cat. Wow. I put little cabbages in my cabbage. I didn't realize that. But... Made all that, made some falafel And it just, it went in And now I was just sitting here and I was like, that was such an amazing meal And I shared it all over my social medias And then I realized I had time to record So we're doing it Um, Let's see This episode is going to be about transitional periods So the last episode was actually uh, Defeat And I think I did that episode about three weeks ago now. Maybe, yeah, about three weeks ago. I did the defeat episode. And at the time, I really was going through a lot. Like, just feeling like I had failed. I mentioned that in the last episode. Feeling like I had failed. um, Even when it was something that wasn't mine, I, I I felt like I failed. And... Then it was like a whole spiral of things And a bunch of realizations That came to me And Those realizations were harsh And they hurt so bad And for the past couple of weeks I have not been okay Like I have not um, I, Today I feel A lot better Than I have In the past weeks But the past weeks have been very very hard For me and i recorded the defeat episode i was like on one of my like like a come down i guess so like i had just gotten over being very 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 upset and i had like a bit of calm and then i went and i recorded defeat and i wrote about defeat and i spent time on trying to like looking at the word really like i don't know some like i guess some weird shit like looking at the word understanding the word and then um forcing myself to look at a bunch of positive things and get my mind right and start thinking positive positive again but none of that helped and it didn't matter who i talked to i had talked to quavo I had talked to Jay, I had talked to Nye, I had talked to Cheese, like, it didn't matter who I spoke to, like, none of that, like, none of it helped for me, and, um, I went through a lot the past couple of weeks. Now, I am currently in a state of feeling better, a little bit better, a lot better, actually, than I have been, um, in the past week, so that feels... It feels good. I feel light. I feel like jittery in a sense. And I guess that's why I'm recording right now because I feel I have a little bit more energy. I'm not, you know, just wanting to come home and shower and wash the day off and just hop in my bed and not talk to anybody for the rest of the night. I I feel lively today. And that's a great feeling. Uh, now I can recognize all of what's happening and what has happened in the past, um, actually, it's been like a month and a half of me feeling this up and down of defeat and this up and down of uh, sadness and feeling kind of lost and trying to, you know, find my way again, uh, get back on my path. So it's been about a month and a half of that. And... Now I recognize it as being a transitional period. There are great things that are about to come. And one of them is that I'm moving back to New York. I had been fighting with that idea for a long time now. And I had originally wanted to move back to New York last year. So I've been in Stanford for two years now. At the end of the last year, I had thought about going back home And figuring life out in New York and getting on track in New York. But then I... Something kept me here. I don't know what. Um, I I still don't know what. I do know that there are certain things I had to detach from. There are um, things I had to cut off, situations I had to get the fuck out of. And... Now I feel like the experience I've had within the second year in terms of networking, in terms of the people I've been meeting, um, through work, like I needed that as well. So I got, I feel like I got what I needed out of Stanford and I feel better leaving. But, um, I had gone through a lot of back and forth. My friends probably fucking are tired of me. And after a while I just stopped talking about it because, It is frustrating to, like, hear someone be so excited about something and then being super sad about something. Be excited and then being super sad. So, after a while, I was just like, I don't even think they get me. So, I'm just going to stop talking about this. And I have one friend who I kind of constantly bother him about it. And he's probably tired of me as well. But he's been super helpful through everything and and keeping me like really calm like he's a super calm person so like it's always like cool to chat with him and get like I guess not such a hype like a hype explanation or a hype like response from someone so that's been nice but it's it's been really it was really hard I feel like I am in a spot in life where I don't have a home, if that makes any sense. So that, oh, that should make sense to people. Um, so my home home is Mount Vernon, New York, as you guys know. However, the place that I, that my mom currently lives in is not my home. And I say that because we moved to that spot when I was like a, a senior in high school. We had lived on another block for my entire life, and my last year of high school, my mom was just like, "Now nah, we're about to move here. Like, it's whatever. You don't. You're not. You don't have to be in this neighborhood. You're gonna leave. It's gonna be me." And my mom's from Harlem, so she's the kind of person who's like, I don't care. As long as I don't live in New York City anymore, I'm good. Like, she's um, originally from Harlem, moved up to the Bronx, and then moved out of the Bronx to uh, Mount Vernon, which was, at the time, like, a significant thing to do. Like, it was kind of like moving on up because you were leaving the city and kind of going into, like, Westchester County and, like, the suburbs and stuff, and so my mom don't, she don't care. Like, for her, it's, like, a hood, like, you know, the idea of hood is way different for her, um, because of where she's from, which I get. This place that she's at, for me, is not home, and I say that because I had never grown up there. I don't know anybody from that part of town. I don't even think I know anyone in my hometown anymore. I don't know who, I don't know who's there. Um, so yeah, in terms of that, I feel like I didn't have a home in Mount Vernon, where I'm from. Like I don't have a home in my hometown. And then I don't necessarily feel at home in Stanford. Like I always knew that I was a visitor in Stanford and it's not something that the people have done. But I knew this was not my permanent place, and I knew that from the moment I got here. Of course, I took the time to feel it out, and then when that second year came around, I was being very positive, and I was just like, okay, well, if you're going to be here for another year, let's see if we could actually make a home out of this and see where that goes. And it's not it. So Stanford's not my home either. And right now I feel like I'm just on this path to learning and figuring out where my home is. And now I have an I have an idea where my home might be. However, I'm going to go and travel a little bit to kind of feel it out and see where I could really see myself. So that's what we're doing right now. But I will be moving back to New York in in about three weeks. And for me, that is super exciting because there are a lot of people who didn't come out here for whatever reason, um, that whatever, like I'm not too mad about it, fuck it, but that I would like to see. So I'm excited about going back home to be a little bit closer to some people and network more and get out and, I don't know, just find my, just find what I'm supposed to do. I feel like now I'm not sure exactly what I want to do anymore. Whereas before I was very stuck and fixed on a certain path. Now I'm interested. I'm still interested in my digital media stuff. Still very interested in podcasting and writing I'm still very interested in working with youth children and so I'm hoping to stay on those two paths or um you know to be teaching English as a a second language or something like that so yeah the one thing I've been learning about transitional periods is that they're hard as fudge they're so hard. Like, I never thought... I've gone through many transitional periods. And we will... We do go through them. And we will constantly go through them until we're gone. Um, that's just the way life flows. Like, things are constantly flowing and going. And I feel like I haven't had a such a hard transitional period than this one. And it was definitely a combination of the defeat and... Feeling like I was on a path to nowhere and feeling like there was no redemption for me. Feeling like I was gonna be completely out of the game for a while. But as I sit here now, I have to say that I'm very confident. I feel very confident, I feel very calm. I feel very at peace with the decisions that I've made thus far. And I feel very hopeful that everything that I want out of this life, I'm going to get. And everything that I need immediately is already here for me. Now I feel that. It takes a, it really takes a while to feel that. And there are some people who, they're like, oh, well, it's a transitional period. Like, just just like relax and just flow and just go with it if you are like me you cannot go with the fucking flow i cannot go with the flow i am and it's funny because i'm a pisces but i'm okay if you're into i say this all the time but if you're into like sun moon rising venus i don't remember what my venus is but my sun is a pisces and then my moon and my rising are capricorn so I, I do feel more Capricorn ruled and maybe that's why I can't go with the flow. I cannot go with the flow. Um, I've had a lot of my friends, and this is no shade to y'all, but for everyone who's told me to follow my heart, I can't fucking do that. I'm sorry. <laughs> I can't do it. I like, I've i tried to, um, but I do get nervous. And I do get to a point where I'm just like, you need to get a plan. And no, this is what keeps me on track. Everyone thinks I got it all figured out. Nah, i be scaring myself into the shit. Like, you need to get your shit together. You need to have a plan. And you need to be A, B, C, and D, and E, and F. You need to be ready for anything that comes your way. And. I feel like sometimes people don't get that that's how I am. I'm not going to say that's just how I am. It's not that it can't be changed. It's not a it's not fixed, but right now I'm not the kind of person who can go with the flow. I am not the kind of person who can just follow their heart and there's there's just so much that goes into that. So like um Again, for my friends who have told me to follow my heart, like I appreciate it because I know it comes from a good place. It comes from a place of love. It comes from a place of inspiration. Um, It comes from a place of motivation. But I can't fucking follow my heart when it comes to some things and a lot of things require like are not required, but they are regarding my future. When it comes to my future, I can't like I personally right now cannot follow my heart when it comes to deciding where I want to live I feel like I would like to be more strategic than just following my heart and going any fucking where um I'm on a mission to make it and I'm am confident that I can make it anywhere that I go because I've succeeded a ton in Stanford but yeah rant over I can, I just can't go I can't go with the flow. <laughs> Maybe one, my ultimate goal is to be able to take life as it comes and to live in the now, just live in the moment and just flow. And it's funny because I've met a lot of people through my um, job. So for those who don't know, I mean, I've posted on Instagram, I've posted on Snap, but I currently work as a curator for a company called Shared Studios, and we operate through a concept called Portals, and it's something that is, well, for us in Stanford, it's a big uh, shipping container. And then some places have like a inflatable style of it, but basically you are able to talk to people around the world so we have about 50 around the world and i've been so blessed and so honored to be able to talk to a bunch of different countries like london and paris and mexico city who i love so much um afghanistan iraq berlin uh jerusalem i was able to talk to and just through that, like, I've been talking to people and uh, listening to their stories and understanding um, their life path. Like, not their life path, but, like, just hearing the things that they've gone through in their life. And I meet a lot of creatives through this and hearing how windy and bendy their path Has been is so inspiring It's like I mean not that they're You know their failures And all the shit that they've been through Is inspiring But It's the fact that it wasn't straight And the fact that I get so fixed on my path being straight Um But to hear these wildly successful people Not have a straight path Gives me a lot of hope And it makes me very happy Um more a little bit more of my job they just i've just been so opened to life and it's inspired me to get a tattoo which i will once i get it i'll like i'll reveal it on my instagram and stuff and i might have talked about it in like a past episode but i'm not going to talk about it right now i'm just gonna pop up you know people pop up with a baby i'm gonna pop up with a tat that's that's what i'm doing i'm popping up with a tat And it's highly, highly um, inspired by, highly inspired? Is that right? I don't know if that's fucking right. Whatever. It's inspired, hugely inspired. That might be it. It's hugely inspired by my job and by the experiences that I've encountered while being here in Stanford and while meeting other people around the world. Yeah. That's where we are, uh other things I want to I already know that I'm gonna be in this transitional period for a while, and I've prepared a little bit, but I've partly not prepared, and that's because I do want to teach myself to mo- live more in the moment uh so. I met this guy who's he lives in LA and he when I tell you this man looked like he had to be about like like he looked like he just turned 40 but he was actually just turning 60 like he looked so good like good nice fit like skin was beautiful and one of the things that he said he like really focused on was living in the now And not stressing about the future And not regretting the past And that day The day he said that shit Oh my When I tell you I needed that At that moment it was so relatable And it was like The ancestors was like Listen you are looking for an answer And you're constantly like Praying and talking to us And asking like What it is you need to do and here was this man who, just as I was thinking something really, really negative, had said that to me, and I just was like, "All right, that's it and so since then, I've been changing my thought process a little bit, so like every time I want to say something like negative i'll I'll think so I'll think something negative, but I'll say it out loud in the positive way. So I remember a couple of weeks ago, I was like, life is really not fucking fair. And that's what I was thinking. And I was like, so angry about, I don't even know what I was angry about anymore. Like, which is good because I'm not sitting here dwelling on it, but I don't even remember what I was angry about. But I was just like, life's not fucking fair. And I was thinking that, but when I spoke, I was just like, life, I am getting life just as I deserve it. I just changed it. I'm getting I'm getting life just as I deserve it. Now, that could mean anything. It could mean that, you know, you're the diamond in the rough right now. Like, you're going through some shit, but you're going to be shiny when it comes out on the other side. Or, it could mean that you're in a, a karmic space. Like, so whatever's happened to you, happening to you currently could be karmic energy coming back to get her peace. And... I'm learning to navigate that. A lot of people have been asking me about Shea Saturdays and how I do it and what inspires me to do it or what topics or how do I choose the topics. And as I mentioned before, I've just been doing topics based off of how I feel and things that I feel like need to be addressed. I do not edit these, so I have been sitting here and talking to you for 23 minutes, nonstop. stop I am chilling in my room. Surprisingly, there are no weird, awkward noises that came about, except for my wrist just cracked, and I hope you guys don't catch that. Um, I'm turning 25 next year. <laughs> Cries. I'm freaking old. Um... But yeah, that's where we are now and I am excited to be going back to New York. I'm excited to see what they what New York has to offer me in terms of networking, in terms of jobs, in terms of I don't even want to date right now. I don't even want to date. Like I just I want time just to flow. I wanna be the fish I was born to be. That's what that's what I want more than anything in life right now. I want to be able to enjoy life as it comes, understand things for what they are, be impeccable, be amazing. I'm thinking about the four agreements <laughs> Just flow just flow that's that's mostly what I'm thinking about right now. I just want to flow and ultimately I, I want to win. And I'm going to win. I keep. I have to keep um, affirming that that I'm going to win. But as y'all know, and oh my gosh, and furthermore, freaking Mercury was in retrograde. And the thing is, when it happened, okay, I had this really bad, like, I don't want to say it's an anxiety attack, but I had this like this really bad feeling um, about certain things. And I just kept having negative thoughts after that. And this was before the retrograde happened. So that had happened to me a couple days, in, um, in a row. And then I came to a nice calm place again. And then retrograde happened was like happening. And everyone was complaining about retrograde, but I had been okay. Cause I had cried it out the night before <laughs> I cried all of that shit. Out. I was like, Just getting, you know, getting so frustrated, getting so mad about things and just sometimes you just got to cry it out. Let it go. I give myself 10 minutes to cry and then we suck it up and we get the fuck back to work. That's what I always tell myself. Um, But yeah, I had done that. Retrograde started. Everybody was going through their shit. And I'm like, I'm Gucci. Retrograde can't touch me. I've already cried it out. Uh, Boy, I tell you I was in for a treat. I was in definitely for a treat and throughout this transitional period, which I know there'll be many and I hope there are many cause I do not ever want to stay stagnant. So I'm happy for these periods, but when you're going through them, it's like, shit, like, can I get a break? Like, come on. Like everything just makes you worried and mad and I'm worried about my communication and uh, I'm overanalyzing the way people communicate with me. So, woo, Adelehood, right? (sighs) Okay. This transitional period has been brought to you by... I'm kidding. Um, This transitional period has been very eye-opening for me. It's put a lot of shit into perspective. It's made me extremely motivated but also now I'm just in a place of calm I feel very happy very hopeful very inspired and I'm honestly ready for my next step I'm ready for the new chapter I'm ready for the new issue of this magazine this book called shade's life so yeah i don't have music review today but that's because i just want i need to sit and really digest some music i like have just been listening to the gap band and miguel and magic jordan and that's not helpful because i don't none of them have dropped new stuff um so yeah once i sit down and really uh listen to some music i'm gonna listen to Jaden. I have to listen to Willow. And there's some other people I want to check out. I've also been listening to Mac Miller, which is really hard. Um, I didn't think it would still be this hard. I didn't think a celebrity death would bother me so much. But whenever I think about um, Mac Miller, it it, it makes me a little sad. But I've been listening to him because I wanted to... Well, okay, Ty Dollar Sign did a, like, a tribute to him on Tiny Desk with Cinderella, and I wanted to go back and listen to Cinderella too, and I just ended up listening to the whole Divine Feminine, which is an amazing album. Um, so, yeah, when I come back next time, not sure what the topic will be yet, however, I will come back and I will do music review, because I had started doing that, and then I stopped, I think I, the last one I did was in February and that's when I did James Blake I did his album and then I also went to see him in February as well so we don't get oh I think I did the Tyler album we'll see I'm gonna get something together real nice and I'll talk music next time of course if you have listened this far then First of all, I thank you. If you are finding my podcast via social media, then awesome. I'm glad you're following the link to get here or just finding me however you find me. Uh, For people who are listening to me, who randomly discovered me, thank you so much. If I met you through the portal and you are listening to Shade Saturdays now, I appreciate you so much. And I'm pretty sure if I promoted my podcast to you, then I thought you were amazing and that you deserve all the love and shit that I (laughs) like to give through this. Uh, Also, if you've listened this far, then I am asking your ancestors, your God, your mom, your dad, for your continuous peace, your continuous growth, and continuous love for you. Until next time, folks. Bye.